I'm Mesha. Hi, I'm Tony. And we are Hitting the Road in Mississippi. Hello everyone, I'm Mesha here with Miss Hit the Road herself, Peggy Brown. Thank you, Mesha. I'm Peggy Brown and I'm here with Miss Mesha. <laughs> I'm always my partner in crime. <laughs> yes, I am, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm always so honored that um, that we're doing this together. I know, thank you. I'm honored to be doing it with you. Uh, it's it's been a lot of fun so far. It's been a lot of fun so far, and going to be more fun. I know, I know. We are on podcast four, and we are going to talk about something that's already come up already: mm-hmm. the gospel and blues connection in Mississippi. Right. Um, I think we've already talked a little bit about this, but there's even a debate about um, which came first. It's not the chicken or the egg. It's gospel or blues. Um, you wouldn't think, with gospel being what gospel is, that there could be such a debate. But, as you know, I've been reading a lot. Um, I've been reading books on this, folks. There's a debate on it. There is a debate. There is a debate on, um, there are many from the blues world who feel like gospel music really wasn't what it is until blues music mm-hmm. came around. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've read their arguments for it, and, and I get it, but... Um, but that's kind of a hard argument to make because people have been singing about God for a long time. So, but um, there is a debate about that. Mm-hmm. But um, our our take on it is not to figure that out because we still don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg. So we're not going to worry about that. But right. but that debate does exist. Right. We can go to the fact that also the world seems to think, or growing up we did anyway, that um, rock and roll was the first sin music because yeah. of. Ed Sullivan and Elvis with his pelvis and all of that stuff. But um, as you like to point out, that probably wasn't the case. That probably wasn't the case. Um, In the deep history of Mississippi and probably some other states in the South, um, a lot of people have thought that were in the church thought that the blues was the devil's music. And so you couldn't have anything to do with that. And, um, And that still holds forth today in some instances but then the the opposite of that is a lot of our southern musicians who play blues play in the church on Sunday and so for them that evidently has not been an issue that they're playing the devil's music because they'll go play in clubs on Friday and Saturday night and then for people that I've booked in bands and stuff they have to be back on Sunday morning because they play in the band at church. And isn't that ironic that it was called the devil's music and right. that so many had a problem with it when there's actually this debate over which came first and that some way back actually felt like blues created gospel. Exactly. That that debate is just that that debate exists when there are those who feel like blues was the devil's music. That is just so that's ironic to me. It is ironic. Uh, I personally like to say, and there's nobody who's studied this. This is just something I've made up. Audaciously. Yeah, (laughs) audaciously. Bodaciously. Bodaciously. (laughs) That gospel music is the redemption of blues music. And I say that because you can go sing on Friday and Saturday night about how bad life's been to you and how you want it to change and how you you want to be different. and, and, And then you go to church on Sunday and you actually sing the music about to God, well, I want to be different. I thank you for what you've given me. I thank you. And so I like to think that um, gospel music is the redemption of blues music. But in all honesty, 
uh, and this is, is proven, there's just not a big difference between a lot of blues music and gospel music. And it comes out to be that it's pretty much the lyrics. Whether you're singing about how bad it is um, in the real world, the secular world, or whether mm -hmm. you're singing about how, how bad it is and you want it to be better and so you're asking God for it to be better or you're praising God because it's better. Exactly. And um, we have several Mississippi artists. Mm -hmm. If you listen to their music intently or maybe hardly for any length of time, um, you can hear the gospel feel yeah. in their blues music. Absolutely. And so I'm calling out names here, but I don't think there's anything wrong with that because they, they both would say, yeah, they, you know, they, they play, um, they play in the church, but I'm thinking of Eddie Cotton Jr. Now, Eddie Cotton was the first musician that I heard just personally, and it doesn't mean he's the first one that existed, but that I could hear gospel in his juke joint blues show. And now he likes to get everybody up dancing, and he wants to get everybody on their feet. And, you know, typically in a lot of black churches in the South, people are on their feet praising the Lord with their gospel music on Sunday. And he grew up in a church family in the church. And so you readily can hear um, gospel-ness in his and blues. Then, and the other one who's more recent um, is... Uh, Castro Coleman, Mr. Sip, or Cat Cole, and he's been a gospel recording artist for years, and now he's a blues recording artist, actually with the same label that he did gospel on. And so uh, you can hear strong gospel feel in his blues you see music. It. Yeah, I think it's more with Eddie, you hear it. Yes. And with um, Mr. Sip mm -hmm. <laughs> slash Castro Coleman, you see it. I mean, yeah. you do hear it, but you see it right. with his. Right. It's um, his stage presence is like um, a more modern gospel presence. Exactly. And he he has both groups still going. He trout he tours both. Mm -hmm. um, he rehearses both. He mm -hmm. records both, as you said. Mm -hmm. He's he's with the label with both still. Um, so he's openly doing both. So, right. That is amazing to me. That is, and he has two different bands, technically, mm -hmm. two different sets right. of musicians. So on his Blues Night, he's got that set group of musicians and then a whole different set for his gospel. And recently, uh, I think it was maybe four or five months ago, I saw advertised that he was on a, a festival, and on Saturday night, he was doing his blues show, and then on the very same festival, the next day, on Sunday... He was doing his gospel show. So, um, you know, for a lot of people, that's not an issue. There still are some holdovers in Mississippi and maybe some of the other southern states who just don't think um, that musicians should be playing the blues. And it, it's, it's, it's a holdover. It really is. Um, very complicated, but some church people still hold to that. Issue. Yeah, there's Resident. one um, who's been documented on a, a, the documentary that we watched and mm -hmm. who's in several books that you can read and that he, he remains anonymous, although when he performs, you can see who he is. So I don't know how he remains anonymous, but uh, when you watch the documentary, you can't see him. But um, because he is a deacon in a church. Right. And so he really feels like he can't be... Um, he can't have his name said. Right. And it's like... It must be complicated. It must be complicated. <laughs> Truly, but, um, Mr. Sip slash Castro Coleman 
I've been to both types of his shows. Right. And the same people taking video of him when he's Mr. Sip, you go to the gospel mm-hmm. and they're they're taking video of him exactly. at the gospel. So they don't care. But, but, and I think this festival that you mentioned, it's um it's going in the right direction mm-hmm. because we we need to be embracing all types of music mm-hmm. and, and we don't need to be we don't need to be segregating anything, including the music. And so I think that's a bold thing that they did to mm-hmm. do that because those two musics, music types, styles are so connected. There right. really is a gospel blues connection. Right. So I think a festival connecting them was a great thing. Right, exactly. And then, of course, Eddie, his marker unveiling mm-hmm. um, is about the fact that he started in the church. Right, and, and the marker title is from gospel to the blues yes and it also includes jerica singleton on there right who's much younger than eddie but they both came from clinton mississippi and both got their starts in their churches now eddie was playing in his father's church Jerichus was playing in his grandfather's church and interestingly enough both of the preacher preachers knew each other and uh, the story goes that one of them actually had learned how to play guitar from the other one. But they started out playing in the church. And one other interesting thing that I think belongs in several states, not just Mississippi, but something I've noticed is that these guys that start out in the church learn to play more than one instrument. Oh, yes. And and Masha knew about that when we talked about it. She knew that from Southern Illinois. Oh, yeah, in Kentucky and, and other places, Tennessee, other places I've played. It's, it, yeah. And, and so if there's somebody missing on Sunday who needs to be playing a part, they can shift the musicians around and maybe even get somebody that doesn't play regularly come sit in mm-hmm. and play maybe the beat on the drums. And they've got yeah. all the spots covered in the, uh, in the bands that they have on Sunday morning in church. So uh, that has just been, I have marveled at that, that some of, one of my best, best musician guys who is a bass player is um, he's he's solid on the guitar, and then mm-hmm. another one who plays keyboard. I didn't know till after a fact that he is the bomb on the bass, and so it's like, oh my word! You know, like I said, I couldn't even learn to play the guitar, but these guys can. You can play. hold it though. I can hold it, <laughs> and I can put it in the case and go put it in the car for them or in the. But um, you, I pack she up learned theirs. a lot. <laughs> But I marvel at that talent of being able to play more than one instrument. Plus, a lot of them can even sing. So it's just, that is part of the enamor that I have with Mississippi musicians. You know, I think that kind of goes back to gospel being the redemption of the blues. Yes. um, That that statement, too, because I I don't believe church is about dogma. I believe church is about the feeling. And so I believe that the musicians have stayed in church, not for the dogma, but they have to get back on Sunday morning to play right. after playing playing blues on Saturday right. night right. because of the feeling. Right. And which that's why they got into blues to begin with is because of the feeling. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think all music is about the feeling. It's not about dogma. It's not, it's, it's about what is being said. Exactly. And not, not whatever, um, doctrine is behind it or whatever, um, rules are behind it, Mm -hmm. but it's about how does it make me feel? Mm -hmm. Because that's why we become artists to begin with. Mm -hmm. 
So it's very true. That's a, a, a very interesting correlation. Yeah. And part so of I, it, I think, too, on Sundays is about family. Yes, It that might too. not be their family they grew up in, but playing in church then becomes family for them as well. It's a place to belong. So that that's too. part of it as well, I yeah, think. I yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to exploring this and then hearing um, as people from outside of Mississippi come in and see how they relate to it, too. Yeah. When we cover that marker in Clinton, I'm really looking forward to, to see um, what other people have to say about it. I am, too. Yeah. And we hope to cover that marker really well and have at least one or two of the musicians that are on the marker come and talk to us. So that's our plan. Yes, and I, I believe they're going to do it from what? want to gather. Yeah, I think so. I think so, folks. So <laughs> you're going to want to stick around for that because they are two amazing artists. Thank you for joining us. And you can reach out to us at this email address, htrprb at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any ideas you might have about what we're doing or any suggestions about where we might go or someone we might interview. As we are... Hitting the road in Mississippi. Mississippi.